When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ashton Agar does join Barat and I, Ashton, great to have you on the morning that hopefully we'll see play start on time. Firstly, how does it feel to be back in the 11? It's nice. It's just a nice feeling to be back in the 11. Um, for sure, it's been a long time, um, but it doesn't feel too unfamiliar, I guess, you know, having played a lot of white ball cricket now for Australia and played a lot with the guys in this dressing room as well, but it's, um, it's a really cool dressing room to be a part of. They've had so much success recently, um, so I'm pretty proud to be there. How have you been keeping your baggy green in pristine condition? Glenn Maxwell <laughs> yeah. was completely shattered. I know. Um, it stays in the bag in a special spot at home, of course. And I know exactly where it is at all times. Um, but I think when you do keep it in that bag, particularly if it's had some beer spilt on it from the last <laughs> two, I think something um, sinister can get to it. Uh, but fortunately, mine has stayed in good condition. It's only been used four times. So. <laughs> <laughs> just where is your long form uh, bowling action? You haven't played too, too much first class cricket in the last few seasons, and now with this big tour of India coming up as well. Yeah, where's my long term bowling? I guess it's um, wait and see. I guess really, you know, I've only played a couple of shield games recently in the last couple of years. Um, I've played a lot of short format stuff, so I feel like my skills have certainly developed and expanded, um, and confidence in that sort of international arena has grown. But it is a different challenge. Um, I've also learned that, uh, unlike guys, for me, mixing my pace up, bowling different balls is, is the best way to go about it for me, rather than trying to be bowl the perfect, consistent off-break all the time. So I think going out and trying to do that and not changing things too much um, is, is my go. And just being in Pakistan, you know, working with, with Nathan and Mitch Swepson, uh, did that kind of get you back into bowling with the red ball more regularly? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I've never lost sight of bowling with the red ball. I think it's something that I started with for Western Australia. Um, that's how I got into professional cricket. And at that time, that's all I was focused on um, because that's, that's all I did. But um, because I've played a lot of white ball stuff, it, it's meant that I've missed a lot of red ball stuff for Western Australia and then obviously the red ball side for Australia. So, um, yeah, it's cool to be back with this opportunity there. And you had like two or three wonderful years with the white ball uh, hmm. across formats. Uh, did you think that the, the test spot was, had come and gone? I mean, you started so young, so you always had that advantage of coming back. Yeah. Um, no, I never thought it had gone. Um, to be honest, it's, it's never been something I've stressed about too much. You know, I've never been desperate to get back into a test side because I've also known that um, we only play one spinner at home traditionally. Um, Gaz is the spinner and he's, he's been amazing, so there's no moving him out of the way. I guess it's just being ready enough to be that second spinner, I guess, today's that time. And, and just like, uh, I remember Craig Howard talking about um, your bowling. There was a period where maybe you were focused so much on bowling in, uh, in, a, in subcontinental conditions in your head, and you started bowling more overspin uh, for this longer format. Is, is that where your bowling is? Is that what the expectation from the team is? Um, I think your action just over time um, changes naturally. I think when you're mixing across the formats uh, in different conditions, naturally things are going to change. And, I, and there certainly was a time where I was bowling, probably lost my action a little bit, I was bowling a little bit around myself. And I
guess the cure for that is to try and get over the top of the ball a bit more, which is a bit more effective in Australia. So I'll definitely try to focus on that. And, and you know, having both of them is a, is a strength. And India is obviously on the horizon. You're thinking about today, but that's in the back of your mind too. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, it's a really cool tour. I was on the last Indian tour. Um, me and Mitch Swepson were both there. And, um, you know, we ran drinks all four test matches, but we had a bloody great time. Um, amazing atmosphere. Um, the people there just love cricket so much. You talk about, like, an overload of the senses. They ride every single ball of the test match, and, and they're exciting wickets to play on. So um, who knows? If that opportunity comes, that would be a really good one as well. If that opportunity does come, Ashton, you've seen what Jadeja and Aksar Patel have done mm. over the last few years. Is that a style of left-arm spin bowling uh, you would like to kind of follow up on? Like when you yeah, absolutely. Um, no doubt about it. There, I feel like I bowl similarly to those to those two guys. Um, probably a bit more like Aksar. Like he's a he's a taller guy, um, so he's you know he's a bit higher on the ball and does a few different things. Jadeja is just got that supreme accuracy, um, the ability to bowl really fast at the stumps, but he's a super skillful bowler and someone I've looked up to for, you know, for a long time. So, um, yeah, certainly I, I watch how they bowl. Um, they've been successful there, so I'd be really silly not to try and bowl like them, I would say. Uh, and just on this pitch, a lot of expectation always when you come to Sydney yeah. that you play two spinners. Finally, Australia are playing two spinners. Yeah. Uh, you had a good look at this pitch. I saw you walk out there. Uh, and a couple of deliveries from Simon Harmer as well. Would this told you that maybe you have something to play with here? Yeah, it does look like there will be a bit of assistance out there. There wasn't too much happening yesterday. Obviously, a couple of balls turned, and that's a pretty good sign on day one. But it was with a hard ball uh, on an early surface, which is, is pretty traditional, to be fair, on, on Australian wickets. You do get a couple to group early, and then as the ball softens up, you might get a bit less. But that wicket certainly looks like it might wear a little bit. The weather's not helping that so much, a bit less traffic on the pitch and maybe holds it together a bit more, but um, you know, that surface looks like it could speed up really quickly and um, yeah, the ball could start doing some naughty things. And speaking of not much happening yesterday, should we have had more happen? What did you think of the light and should we have played in it? No, nah, no, nah, it was way, way too dark. Um, way too dark to play test cricket and trying to see a dark red ball um, when it's really dark out there. I think from a crowd's perspective, it's really disappointing. Um, such an amazing crowd yesterday. The best buzz I've felt at a cricket ground in a long time. Um, I think people just love test cricket and that's really good to see for the game. And everyone wants to see it happen out there. So I know there's a lot of debate about the lights and all of that, but that's outside of the players' control, I guess. Um, when you've got Nokia running in bowling 150k now and you can't see the ball, it's a pretty bad place to be. So, And particularly from a fielding side, side on at the SCG is traditionally quite a difficult place to field. Um, tough to pick up the ball, so you've got to um, take that into consideration as well. Would better floodlights have fixed it, or do you think it's just a natural light, the floodlight's not going to help, even if they got a, a double dose of light towers? Uh, I think the floodlights would help a bit, like and, and the light towers as well. Th they would certainly help. The red ball's just a different kettle of fish to the white ball. The white ball's obviously better seeing in um, lower light, and when the lights come into play, that white ball really shines, but the red ball, uh, not as much, so... Um, maybe it's something we'll see more of in the future, but I guess we'll wait and see. And a quick health update on Matt Renshaw. Will he bat today? Yeah, I'm sure he'll bat today if he's feeling fine. I haven't spoken to him yet this morning, but I messaged him last night and he said he was feeling pretty good. Um, you know, guys are dealing with the COVID situation really well now. Um, 
you know, everyone's testing appropriately and, and trying to do the right thing by the team. So, you know, as, as long as he's mentally okay and, and physically feeling well, I'm sure he'll bat. Did you have to test yesterday after he tested positive? I think everyone did a rat yesterday and um, just wanted to make sure. And You know, because we've all got our um, partners and wives and, and, and kids here as well. So I guess it's just the health of the whole group because, you know, who knows who would take it back and, and spread it. So, um but the right things have been done for sure. Hey, thanks for sticking around for a little longer. Uh, we'll better let you get that. Thanks for joining us. Cheers, guys. Thank you.